What is up, football fans? Welcome back to another episode of Pound the Pigskin, where it's all football all the time. This is your host, Steve Halen, along with your fellow football host, Alex Ruiz and Matt Kaczynski. Gentlemen, another week of uh, talking football with you. Always look forward to it. Yeah, man. There's a lot of stuff going on this week. This is a crazy week so far, to be honest. It is. It is. We are uh, we're recording on Tuesday night. There's a football game happening right now between Dallas and Baltimore. Um, We just learned that uh, Des Bryant uh, tested positive, was warming up on the field, but tested positive for COVID, got pulled. There's a late scratch. The NFL quickly then relayed the information that somehow, miraculously, nobody else was deemed high risk through contact tracing. So nobody else from the Ravens uh, team is going to be deemed ineligible for the game. Just Des Bryant again. Um, as yeah. he gets ready to face his former team. So it's it's mind-boggling there, boys, as we start the show tonight. Yeah, you know, nobody in the locker room or in the tunnel or any, you know, just nobody on the bus, hotel room, yeah, nothing. Nope, nobody. It's the Ravens can't fi- not being able to figure their shit out, right, Matt? Well, what I just can't figure out is, like, what is this bias that the NFL, like, really likes the Ravens. Like, I, I don't get it. They've been over it's back. because it's their league's reigning MVP. Yeah. got to give them on TV. Words right out of my mouth, verbatim. Former. Yeah, that's what pass. it is. You got to get your you got to get your reigning MVP and, you know, one of the faces of the shield. You got to get him on national yeah. TV. The Madden curse has evolved, here's, fellas. Here's the problem. <laughs> it doesn't it affect one it's, player. It's it affects it's, the it's, whole team. The problem is, is – I, I get it, and don't get me wrong, but come on. Like, get out of here with that. He, he sucks this year. I don't care if he's a reigning yeah, well, or I mean, not. The team, the team has not been anywhere near what they were last year, and we'll obviously get into more of this, but it's just breaking news right now as we start the show. Terrible. So, uh, yeah, I mean, listen, other teams have figured out how to manage this COVID thing. It seems like the Ravens are just not – not following suit, but uh, once again, uh, Des Bryant kind of gets screwed. I, I don't really know how it's possible nobody else is uh, disqualified. I mean, people were threatening. To, I, I don't hear anybody threatening the Ravens about forfeits or anything, really. And, and everybody was talking about forfeits for the Titans earlier this year. So where's the bias? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, like I said, the NFL doesn't want to pull their reigning MVP out of a primetime game and force force a forfeit on national TV. That That's my opinion on the matter. But. Anyway, uh, we'll start the show, even though we kind of already have. We'll start the show still with our our drink of the night. Um, we appreciate our uh, our sponsors at String Sports Brewery and Engine 15 Brewery. Um, and gentlemen, my drink of the night is in honor of the apocalyptic end of the Chargers football season. <laughs> I am having a, uh, a four horseman, so I've got two fingers of Jack, Jim, Jameson, and Johnny. Oh my goodness! You are really taking it in tonight. Somebody's uh, somebody's getting a little wild tonight. Yeah, I've got my four horsemen of the apocalypse because it symbolizes the end of of the Chargers season, just in crashing, burning, flaming fashion, as only the Chargers could. Forty five nothing, worst loss in franchise history. Uh, so my my four boys are uh, are joining me uh, tonight. You're basically following suit of Lynn, telling everybody that they have no reason to play anymore. Yeah, I mean, listen, we'll get into that when we review what happened uh, this week. But um, no, no team should be ever told, unless they are mathematically eliminated, which at the time they were not, that they're, <laughs> they're they not going to make it. Of making the play. <laughs> it's even worse. Yeah. Anyways, drink the night. Yeah. 
I mean, they're mathematically out of it now, but we'll get into all that. But at the time, they were not. So, anyway, I, I've got a four horsemen. Uh, thank you to Jameson, Irish Whiskey, Johnny Walker, Red Label, Jack Daniels, and Jim Beam. Whew. Yeah. Um, I'm not going that hard, man. I, I'm sipping on some sweet tea and some Doc Collier's root beer flavored moonshine. There you go. So... I'm gonna take a stab in the dark at how to pronounce this, but I don't know how. Oh, I got a beer called by a Wicked Weed Brewery. With, yep, out in Asheville. Yes, and it's called Pernicious. It's an IPA. I've only had one of them, and it was actually pretty good. Okay, it's an IPA for a brewery known for their sour mashes. So good for well, you, dude. The thing is like seven point three, like. Oh, yeah, they, they've got high-gravity uh, sour mashes and IPAs. But there you go, representing Asheville. Great place to drink if you've never gone. Las Vegas. So, so we're, uh, we're going to get into, boys, uh, that mythical land of college football, um, as we do each and every week. The, the playoff rankings came out. So first, let's just review uh, kind of what happened in the week of college football. Uh, Matt's Hurricanes. Yeah. Got back in action. Uh, we told Matt not to sweat it against Duke. He shouldn't have sweated it, uh, winning 48 um, nothing. Yeah, it seemed no no problem there. Uh, it didn't it didn't help them in their rankings as they still sit at 10. No um, well, or We'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that. But uh, Louisiana Raging Cajuns, they beat uh, the App State Mountaineers. Um, the Raging Cajuns are 9-1. and one. Um, They've got a win against Matt's Iowa State team. But anyway, we'll keep they going. They do. Uh, Alabama completely blitzed LSU, no, uh, tied roll, no problem. Notre Dame, same thing against Syracuse. Clemson, same thing against Va Tech. Ohio State, same thing against Michigan State. Uh, A&M and Auburn was a game for a little bit. Texas A&M pulled away. Uh, Florida just kind of went through the motions as if it was just a scrimmage game against Tennessee. They, they, um, they probably could have really put the pedal to the metal had they wanted to, but um, they still take care of business the way that they should have. Trask, another four touchdowns on his way to a Heisman. Uh, Iowa State, Matt Cyclones, uh, absolutely demolishing West Virginia. Uh, we also saw that they uh, – because of that, they moved up a couple of spots in the rankings, which we'll get to. As I mentioned, Miami 48 nothing. De'Eric King did everything. Duke's terrible. They're a basketball school. Oklahoma all, um, all over Baylor. Uh, Indiana taking down Wisconsin, even though uh, they didn't have their starting quarterback. So Indiana um, keeping their magical hopes for a Big Ten alive. The the fun one was the uh, the BYU Coastal Carolina last minute. Uh, schedule. Um, Coastal Carolina, the Chanticleers um, in Conway, South Carolina, um, pulling off a, a huge home win against BYU. Um, BYU was obviously undefeated at the time, so was Coastal. Uh, Dirty Myrtle uh, had, a, had a heck of a, uh, a party after that game. Um, so congrats to the Chanticleers who are going to get a chance um, to play in their conference championship game. So that should be a an awesome uh, experience for that school. Uh, TCU upset Oklahoma State, so they got no chance now for a Big 12 berth. North Carolina over Western Carolina doesn't really matter. Iowa with the win. Um, the only uh, top 25 upset really between a ranked and a non-ranked, somehow Rice beat uh, 
number 21 Marshall 20 to nothing. I can't figure that out. Either. But, you know, then again, that's 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 a conference uh, game where who you know who really is paying much attention. Um, Stanford upset Washington as another uh, top 25 team goes down out there in the Pac-12. Oregon again loses uh, to an unranked Cal team, so Oregon obviously was severely overrated, as was pretty much everybody in the Pac-12 this year. Um, that's what happens when you follow the lead of the Big Ten. Uh, and then Tulsa takes down Navy. Georgia didn't play. Uh, Minnesota and Northwestern got canceled. Um, and then a Sunday college football game, USC beat uh, Washington State Cougars. So, boys, um, not not a ton of uh, a ton of major things. Like I said, the BYU Coastal game was a ton of fun to watch. Um, but with all those games and those results, the rankings came out. Top six still stayed the same. Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State, Ooh. Texas A&M, and Florida. First change happened at number seven. This is where Matt's Iowa State Cyclones from Ames, Iowa, come in. And they're an eight and two team ranked seventh in the country ahead of a couple of unbeatens, a couple of one loss teams. Um, you know, overall, though, what are our thoughts about what happened this week and the rankings? So I'll keep this somewhat short and sweet and to the point. I'm over. Matt, your team's ranked 10th for the third straight week, and their only loss is to the third-ranked team in the country. Yeah. Um, look, I, I'm happy that Miami's 10 in, in the long run. I mean yeah, – But they need to get up to the top eight to get considered for New Year's Six. That's where I, that's where I was going to say. Like, look, I understand that Miami's been ranked higher than probably needed in the past couple seasons, and I'm not going to deny that because I was kind of one of the people that said that. Here's the difference, though. They're not playing like any of those teams that Rick coached, Golden, any other previous coach. Diaz has his team playing better football and better team football this year. How can somehow Georgia doesn't play? They only drop one ahead of Miami with two losses and only played eight games. Cincinnati, fair. Cool. You know what? I like it. Bearcats, get that love. I, res- I respect it. But where is the respect for Miami at eight and one? Look, I like Iowa State. Well, there there isn't any. That I think that's the point you're, you're driving home I here. I think it's absolute straight BS bias that Miami could end up with one loss and not make a New Year's Six. And I think that is ridiculous. Yeah. No, I, I would, uh, especially with their only loss, if Clemson is a playoff team, and especially if Clemson becomes the conference champion, and that's Miami's only loss, and they don't get a, a New Year's Six game, then there's definitely but beef there. What happened to the whole thing of where we – no offense to you guys as SEC fans, that we hear that all the time through the entire season. Oh, well, LSU beat so-and-so in the conference when they were ranked four, so that keeps them higher. Well, what happens when Miami loses to the number one team? Like, it's – I just don't yeah. like the – Here's what I think is going to – here's what I think is going to happen – um, I think that Miami and Texas A&M will, will, will win out and be one-loss teams, and they'll face each other in a New Year's Six bowl game. I mean, because what I, okay I think will that. happen is I think when Iowa State plays Oklahoma in the Big 12 title game, I think Iowa State will lose, nope. and that'll knock, them, that'll knock them out of consideration. And then Cincinnati's got to play their conference championship game against Tulsa, and I think that um, even if they win that and they're, you know, 9-0, and um, I think an, a one-loss Miami team at the end of the at the end of all of this is eventually going to be ranked ahead of ahead of them, especially if Iowa State uh, loses. And let's face it, if Florida doesn't beat Alabama, Florida's going to drop probably 
even as a two loss team, um, you know, down a few spots at least. So it's not out of the realm of possibility, but that's, that's what I think is going to happen. So there, Man, a lot I, of this, a lot of this will play out because teams still have to play against each other head to head. Of course, and I'm not jumping the gun and saying that Miami's getting absolutely disrespected, but it is a little ridiculous that after a couple buys, they put up a absolute just clinic against Duke. Well, they, yeah, they did what they were supposed to do in the game. We learned, so, honestly, which is that should have showed people this year that the defense of Miami is actually legit because they yeah, stopped you know, Duke. They, they've got good players. Um, and you know what I've learned, too? As much as Florida drives me crazy watching them play defense, um, and as bad as it was early in the season, you know, obviously they, they gave up 19 points to Tennessee. That's fine. But, I mean, they gave up two garbage-time touchdowns in the fourth quarter with their second and third stringers on D in there. So it makes it look a lot closer than it was. The game was never close. Um, once Florida's offense got rolling. I mean, Florida's defense legitimately only gave up seven points in that game. And and Florida's had a lot of games like that where they may have started slow or the defense didn't look like they came to play. And then at the end of the day, the D only gives up like seven or ten points. So, yes, I, I still don't trust the D when you have to have them, but they really haven't been as abominable as uh, they started out the season, which is – a good thing because they've got to play LSU, who's terrible, but then they're going to play Alabama, and we're really going to see, um, you know, where they stand. Let me pose one quick question for you guys. Well, it might, it should be quick, I think. I want to know what's going to play out because I, you know, my vote. If the season ended today with not another game played, there is no way Ohio State deserves to be number four. I do not care about the eye test. You played five games. Yeah, well, if they don't play another game, if they don't play another game and it keeps them out of the Big Ten title game, because I've like we had a feeling that Michigan was not going to play this game, whether they really had they pulled the Florida State or not. Clemson. Yeah, they did. They they really did. They pulled an FSU against Clemson, but whatever. So Ohio State. I like right it. It hurts Ohio State. Yeah. Well, listen. Uh, if Ohio State only plays five games and the Big Ten doesn't, you know, you know lay down, lay down, uh, you know, their swords and, and just, you know, let Ohio State get their way and, and, and reduce the minimum from six to five. Uh, and Ohio State stays ineligible for the Big Ten championship game. That'll make the matchup an Indiana versus Northwestern game, which will keep Ohio State out of the playoff. But which if, it should. If what for whatever, and it should, absolutely. But if Ohio State somehow gets claimed uh, or plays a game, and wins and becomes the Big Ten championship game, they're going to have that bias that's going to get them in, which, uh, I think. It'll call BS. Shouldn't be, shouldn't be fair, if the, even, even at 6-0, and but it is what it is. Because you've, you've got – look, I'm not saying that Iowa State, Cincinnati, you know, uh, Indiana even, Coastal Carolina. Like, I'm not saying that these teams can technically stack up against Ohio State, but they've managed to be able to get these games in and play a couple more games. Ohio State's played five games. That I, I know yeah. COVID affects it, but you know what? That's unfair to the teams that are busting ass every week, keeping and making sure that they're following COVID protocols. Yeah, well, and some teams have managed to find – fill-in games and whatnot, and I Miami get it. Everybody's did, situation and schedule is different, but... Miami did with Duke. I mean, they were not supposed to play Duke at all this year. It was originally before the whole 
season went to crap, but I mean, that was a make, that was a fill in game, but it still happened. And Miami has, you know, nine games under their belt. Yeah. Big difference. Yeah. Well, we'll see. So Alex, any, any thoughts though with college football or, or anything uh, that we've seen this past week? Um, yeah, you know, I mean, you guys kind of went through it. I couldn't, I tried to get a couple words in, but y'all just kept, kept going. Um, My bad. <laughs> so, I mean, you guys. Diary of the mouth on this. Act. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. I mean, I look, I, I'll agree with, I'll agree with everything you guys said for the most part. Um, you know, my big takeaway here for the Ohio situation is if we look, if we go back and look at the team, I mean, yeah, they're a 5-0 and team, but they played a close game against the terrible Penn, Penn State Nittany Lions. They played a terrible game against Rutgers. And, yeah, I get that they beat them by 22 points, but it was a terrible game that they should have blown Rutgers out of. Uh, they, again, uh, November, they, they had two games in November. One of them, they, they barely beat a team they should have wiped the field with. And the other one, they barely beat a team that, again, they should have wiped the field with. Um, yeah. And then they get another bye week because of COVID and everything like that. Games getting canceled. And then they go and play Michigan State, wipe the floor with them, which is what they should have done with the last – pretty much every team they've played this season. Um, yeah. It's it's surprising to me that they're ranked so high. I, I don't agree with it. I think they're just getting that ranking because of where they were at last year. This what that being said, about this is now – They may not even now, be the best team in the state of Ohio. Right, but this is this is now the this is now the third game that they've had canceled this season. So, I mean, what can you realistically right. expect for a team that has had three games canceled? We well, can and go ahead and claim. We can claim well, the eye test. About, can... If you want to talk about rescheduling and trying to find ways to play, I don't know how, but BYU somehow managed to play ten friggin' games, and they've had more reschedules than anybody in college football. Yeah, those Mormons give it to them. They must have one hell of a travel agent. Dude, yeah. I mean, I'm just here's all I'm saying, and I'll, and I'll be done. It's clearly ridiculous Big Ten BS biased crap, and. Well, here, here's here's something I want to add to that to, to kind of um, add to both of the points you made with Ohio State. Say, say somehow either they don't play and they get and they get in at five and zero, or they play they they play a sixth game and they win whatever six and whether they play five or six games and they somehow get into the playoff. You're now talking about a team that has played potentially four or five less games than the other teams in the playoff. They're going to be fresher. Yeah. You know, more time for preparation. I mean, you're talking about a, an advantage where they've played four less games than these other teams where, where, you know, less chance of injury, all that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah. I mean, a lot of it plays into it, man. Like I said, we were, we were talking about it earlier. I mean, you go back and look, we got Alabama nine and oh, freaking Notre Dame, 10 and oh, Clemson nine and one. If any of these teams get into this, right, if, we know that they're going to get into it unless Florida beats Alabama, fingers crossed. Um, but that being said, I mean, you've got an 8-1 team over a 7-1 team, Texas A&M, who are yeah. both behind a five-win team. A team has played three less games, uh, four less games than, than the people they're playing against. I would argue here's um, 11 up to number four could all justifiably be ahead of Ohio State at minimum. Oh yeah, and again, I mean, God, Carolina, yeah. Coastal Carolina could could technically. I mean, they're, they're Ohio State um, should be out of the top ten. There is no reason. Yeah, to so it. you know, for me again, this is I, I get it. You know, they're they're getting they're getting the votes to be up there. Um, I mean, there's a clear run on point. They got a hundred and a hundred and twenty one more points than Texas A and M, 
um, and we're only eight away from them at Florida. At yeah, six. well, let, so, let's be let's be real here. Justin Fields is ranked third in the country. That that's why. I, I, I mean, I get that. I'm yeah, not, I'm, yeah, yeah, I get it. But Justin, I mean, what's that? What we've seen enough out of him to know that he's going to be a first round talent in the NFL draft this season. Right. There's so there's the, no the reason to elevate that entire team. Best players in the to elevate that entire team to that next level because of one player is asinine. That defeats the whole purpose of the playoffs and the AP poll. It's but just let's let's not it. kid ourselves that that's that's certainly a factor. Anybody else find it really funny that we're back to the basically the BCS bullcrap? <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I mean, oh, listen. Yeah, I mean, until, until, from, until they we're, decide, we're two we're two years into the playoffs. Be an two years playoffs. Dude, we're like what? What is it? Like seven years into the playoffs, and it's still the same. Well, I mean, this yeah. new format that they're doing. No new format, dude. It's been this way for like I don't know seven years. Yeah, it's been it's it's been a it's been the a playoff been for, for a while, but yeah, it's but, just but even still, even still, there's gonna be this debate. First of all, we knew it was gonna be wacky because not everybody's gonna play the same amount of games. And, we knew and that, of course, and that's fair. And I get, but until you can get it expanded, you know, there's no debate if you take a top eight. You know what? Because then think... you have less chance of leaving leaving somebody out that deserves it. I 100 percent agree. Although. Somehow, I'm sure Miami would still get screwed, but you know. I'll now, be- uh, before, well, may, possibly, I'll. I'm going to end our college football segment with two, with two thoughts. One thought. Well, actually, one is a a thought, and one is a question posed to you. First thing I'm going to do is I'll go through my thought. The ideal scenario, at least for me, would be Clemson beats Notre Dame for the ACC championship. Florida beats Alabama for the ACC championship. SEC. SEC. You then have Clemson with one loss as number one, Florida with one loss as number two, Notre Dame with one loss as number three, Alabama with one loss as number four. I think that then if Miami has one loss and A&M only has one loss, Miami's going to jump themselves up into either the, the five, six, or seven range. You'll have A&M versus Miami as one of your New Year's six bowl games. And then you'll have the Big Ten winner, probably Ohio State, uh, playing against either uh, the winner of the Big 12, whether it be Oklahoma or Iowa State, or give me an all-Ohio showdown of Ohio State-Cincinnati to see who the best team is. But anyway, that's what that's my ideal scenario there. I'm okay. Um, yeah, no, that, that would be great. Because then, if that happens, then Miami's only loss – is to the number one team in the country, Clemson, who happened to win the conference title. And Florida's only loss is to Texas A&M, um, and they would have beaten the number one team. Now, my question that I have before we transition is, Heisman Trophy winner, oh boy. is it the winning quarterback of the SEC championship game? True or false? Mm. No, because... So, Matt, you say false. The quarterback who wins the SEC championship game is not the Heisman winner. Um, <laughs> That's – um, Basically, it's a debate. Mac Jones versus Kyle Trask. Does Trask have to win the game in order to win the Heisman, or does he already have a better season? I mean, he's got ten more touchdowns. Okay, so he should – okay, let's – really simply, he should – be considered ahead of Mac Jones in any way, shape, and form. Personally, I don't think Mac get Heisman. Like, I'm sorry, I just, yeah. 
if Lawrence wins the ACC and Fields gets Ohio State into the playoff, are any of those guys still in consideration? I don't think so because it's really going off of what their stats were for the year. Yeah, I Lawrence hasn't had the same kind of season overall, just realistically. I mean, he's had a really good year, so I'm not going to talk crap about him um, by any means. I just don't think he's done enough to be a Heisman. Um, I think, uh, personally, my front runner, believe it or not, I know it's going to shock a lot of people, is honestly Kyle Trask. To be com- Has Trask played. won it already, or does he ha- still have to win the SEC championship? Um. I honestly think he would have to win it. I mean, winning the SEC is definitely uh, SEC championship is definitely not going to hurt him. Um, no, well, if he wins that game, he's got the Heisman on lock. You know, what's kind of funny is, too is are his stats already good enough to win it? My, what's funny too is where's Zach Wilson going to fall into all this? Because he was talked about. Well, now that he lost to Coastal on the road, he's got no I, shot. I, yeah. I kind of agree, but. If Florida loses, they have two losses. Now I know Texas Zach Wilson would have won that game. That would have been his Heisman moment. Yeah, but you can't just you can't say that if BYU only has one loss and then Florida has two, that Zach Wilson technically has a. I mean, I think Trask. Yeah, but Wilson's fight, stats but... are nowhere near Trask. I agree. I honestly, I, I think, I think if Kyle Trask can't beat Alabama in the game, it should go to Trevor Lawrence. However. I think they're going to give it to Mac Jones simply for the fact that Devonta Smith is like the number fifth consideration for the the Heisman, and he's on the same team as Mac Jones. So yeah, well, listen, the, and, that, and that's my Smith biggest gripe. Najee is, Harris are both probably yeah, going to get some. So votes. And, and that's and that's my biggest complaint is is Mac Jones is dealing with world class athletes at the wide receiver and running back position that are helping him excel at this level. If it weren't for those two pieces, he probably wouldn't be doing great. He probably well, wouldn't be Alabama as successful. Would be undefeated if they didn't have those guys. I don't think so. right. So, so my, my point is, it'll it'll probably go to Mac Jones, which I don't agree with because you've got another guy from his team sitting there on the board for the Heisman Trophy watch. If you take Devonta Smith out of the out of the equation, Mac Jones is taken out of the equation, and it's a it's a battle between Kyle Trask and Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, but you now pick away. now if Ohio State were to play a full season, I think Justin Field wins it outright. Yeah, yeah he, he probably would have had good enough stats. Right, but they had to play a full season, not five games. I yeah, pers- yeah, there's no way. Fields is out. I mean, real quick, I just don't think Mac Jones should not get consideration because of his talent. I mean, that's not his fault. He's got good players. It helps elevate his no, play. He's definitely Look gonna at get Burrow. consideration. Look, Bur- hey, real, Nobody bitching real. about Burrow having talent around him. Everybody praised him. I mean, he put up a hell of a f- – Well, season, yeah, I mean, he put up video game numbers, I mean, and they won the whole thing. So he but they had talent. Easy. So, yeah, but, I think, but he had talent that I also Trask, won the whole thing, and he had the numbers. Mac Jones doesn't have the Burrow numbers. Trask does. I think Trask should, honestly, in my opinion, outrightly win just because he has he has an ease of putting up four touchdowns. Like well, you, just, you, you look we'll, away, we'll and all of a sudden he's got four touchdowns, and that's just how he's been yeah. all year, and that's a sign of a Heisman, in my opinion. Yeah, he's, yeah, well, he's, we'll, we'll see. Let's um, score. Let's go score, ahead and preview. score alert. Yeah. Lamar Jackson. Oh L- Lamar Jackson wasn't getting it done. Threw a pick on their first drive, and then just took it forty yards to the house on fourth and two for a quarterback draw. How about that? So there you go. So Ravens are up first. So let's look at some of these college football games um, as uh, before we get into the NFL. So uh, some notable, some notable stuff. We'll get into um, Alabama plays Arkansas. That shouldn't be a problem. Uh, Georgia plays Missouri, who finds themselves in the uh, top 25 now. So that's a ranked versus ranked matchup um, between the Bulldogs and the Tigers. Um, Obviously, we found out that the Michigan-Ohio State game 
got canceled. So that doesn't, uh, that game at noon does not matter um, anymore. Um, sorry for, for you fans who get into, get into that game, but you're not going to have it. Uh, Miami's got their, got their big game uh, against North Carolina at three thirty, So Matt will be locked into that. Matt, you guys just beat Duke 48, nothing. Miami gets no respect from Vegas. They're only a three point favorite in the game. You know, yeah, I, mean, I understand North Carolina can score points, and Howell is a great player. Yeah, but only sure. a three, only a three-point home favorite. That's just the standard. That's the standard line. That's not so. Look, that's not even surprising to me because we've been talking about North Carolina and how well they've been playing all season long. I mean, yeah, now they have three losses, um, but so it, it's not surprising that they're a three-point. No, you know, it, 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 but again, at the same time, Miami's playing really well, so uh, I can see why Vegas did that because it's going to be a closer game than a lot of people think. No, t- dude, yeah, I, the over under is sixty seven and a half. So look, Vegas actually thinks that Carolina's going to pull the upset. They've got a predicted score of thirty nine thirty three. Look, that's fair, and you know what? Kudos to North Carolina. Uh, you know what? Fantastic. You got three losses yet again. You know, at the end of the day, I'll keep it short. I don't even care. Miami, just take care of business finally. Do what you're supposed to do, like you're going to, because Diaz has got him playing well. That defense, good luck. They're going to get after the quarterback. They're going to get after the rush attack. They're going to, I think, put on a clinic and rightfully, deservedly get their ride out into the, hopefully the near six sunset. And this is an yeah, well, unbiased if win, opinion. If they win this game, they're definitely <laughs> jumping up. Let's be real. Well. Again, 10th, no respect, 8-1. North Carolina is seventeen at seven and three, and yet Miami's only a three point favorite. Like, come on. Yeah, that. Yeah, no, I got you. So, uh, another game that would have been this week was uh, Cincinnati and Tulsa, but because they're already both playing in the conference championship game, they canceled the regular season game, and there's just going to be just a conference championship game. So Cincinnati will play Tulsa, um, who's ranked in the top twenty-five. Um, obviously, Florida and LSU, uh, we found out this week that that's going to be a night game in the swamp. Um, obviously, it can't be packed with 90,000, but, it, you know, it should be at least uh, fun. Uh, the Florida is a 23-point uh, favorite in the game. I hope that they just absolutely blister uh, the Bayou Bengals um, and Trask puts up close. five or six touchdowns. LSU can't play defense um, at all, and the two – true freshman quarterbacks that they have, I think are going to get harassed um, a little bit by the defense. Uh, so uh, Florida still has to do their job, just like Matt said with Miami, but I think that they're going to do their job. And I think uh, Trask is going to be um, humming the tater all over the field um, under the, under the lights on Saturday. So that should be a, an enjoyable watch as um, Florida, you know, gears up, so to speak for the, the SEC championship game. Um, some other, some Trask other notables. With ease, get his four touchdowns again. I guarantee it. Yeah, he should. He honestly, he should have four touchdowns by the half. So I think he will. Well, I think he's going to cruise. You're going to look look away and then look back and you're gonna be like, oh, Trask threw four touchdowns again. Yeah. So I mean, there there's not really many other um, other notables. You know, if you're a West Coast guy, USC is uh, still undefeated. They play against UCLA. Um, you know, I can't see the Trojans at five and zero if they after they win this game. Uh, getting any consideration, but that's just because the back 12 hasn't played enough games. Um, so not, not really anything um, major in terms of the, uh, the playoff rankings um, are concerned, unless of course, you know, one of these uh, teams, uh, you know, gets 
upset somehow. So it'll still be uh, it'll still be enjoyable to watch the uh, the end of uh, the college football season um, as we get ready for conference championship games. So um, it'll be fun. Now with that, uh, Alex already mentioned uh, the Ravens game against the Cowboys. That's happening right now. Um, Lamar Jackson uh, not throwing for a nope. touchdown, running running for a touchdown because he's a running back that plays quarterback. He's not throwing um, well at all during this game right now, to be honest. I mean, throwing well all year. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, it's we seven, know that. It's That's... seven to three right now as we start the second quarter. He's, um, he's four for five, 20 yards and an interception, but has four, 52 rush yards and a touchdown on four carries. Yeah. Well, exactly. So Lamar so, Jackson, Lamar Jackson, the running, running back, back, is doing well. <laughs> That's right. Not the quarterback. Can we justify Anasty so, to have him be listed as a running back so you can play that running back? Can we just justify now. Baltimore drafting an actual quarterback and moving him to the running back position? It may, it could, well, remember, he, people thought he was going to play wide receiver in the NFL, but I bring this game up because um, it, it will have implications as to who, we, who wins the beer money. If Dallas wins and the points are 42 or less, Matt wins. If the Ravens win, uh, then I win the beer money. Uh, for uh for week 13 um right now i've got got 10 everybody else has nine it was a wacky week um in the land of uh the nfl um so we'll get into some of that um here in a sec we'll uh we'll start it off with uh what went down um so saints saints falcons uh the saints with Taysom hill he actually threw touchdown passes this time and they hold on to win 21 to 16 uh the bears Absolutely choked away a, a fourth quarter lead. Let the Lions come back and win 34 to 30. Stafford had three touchdown passes. Uh, Browns Titans put up 76 combined points. Mayfield had four touchdowns in the first half. Uh, Browns keep on rolling as they beat the Titans. A big road win for the Browns. So this is not your grandfather's Cleveland Browns. Um, it is your grandfather's Cincinnati Bengals, though, as they go down. Uh, to the Dolphins, uh, nineteen to seven, um, putting the bags over the heads uh, without Joe Burrow. Uh, Jaguars, we know them as the Sad Cats. They gave up the Vikings a fight. They lose in overtime, twenty-seven twenty-four. Um, so Jaguars fans were they were either nervous that they were going to screw up and win a game and cost them draft picks, um, or they were nervous because they wanted to win the game and they uh, they didn't get it done. Uh, same thing could be said for Jet fans. Um, but the Jets pulled the Jets. They lose 31-28 um, on a touchdown with five seconds left. Defensive coordinator Greg Williams uh, went zero coverage, all-out blitz. Henry Ruggs, second fastest player in the NFL, went deep for a touchdown. Greg Williams got fired on Monday. So Jets being the Jets, they're 0-12. They still have the first pick. Colts-Texans was an AFC South battle. Uh, Colts win, um, kind of held Deshaun Watson in check, threw for a bunch of yards, but no touchdowns. Rivers. Chuck two touchdowns. Rams, Cardinals, Rams D, man, I'm telling you, uh, they're legit. And the offense poured it on in the fourth quarter, 38-28, uh, beating Kyler Murray and the Cardinals, who have started to slip. Uh, obviously, the biggest game of the, the day and, and probably biggest upset, Giants go out to the great Northwest, completely shut down, didn't let Russ cook. Giants win 17-12. Uh, Packers all over the Eagles. Uh, we saw a little Jalen Hurts action because Carson Wentz stinks. Uh, Patriots beat the Chargers 45 to nothing. Uh, the Chargers show, showed you what it looks like when an NFL team quits on their coach because their coach quits on them. Uh, Chiefs beat the Broncos, even though Denver held, held tough. Chiefs 
securing a playoff spot along with the Saints. So there is now one less playoff spot in each conference as the Saints and Chiefs are both in the playoffs. Washington gave uh, Pittsburgh their first loss of the season. Uh, surprised a lot of us. Uh, the Bills uh, throttled the 49ers in the later game. Josh Allen looked great with four touchdowns. So, boys, what uh, what are our thoughts? What do we learn about um, this week that was in the NFL as the Cowboys uh, score a touchdown and take a 10-7 lead? Uh, I learned that – I mean, this really isn't anything that I learned, but I learned – that the game ain't over until the digits is zero. <laughs> yeah. What I mean by that, and what I mean by that, we talked about it earlier today. Ooh. What I mean by that is the Steelers were up 17-10 with less than three to go in the fourth quarter and lost by six. Dude, that's not even the only one, too. No, yeah, no, I know. I get that. I mean, got Jets almost had a win, and, and Greg Williams got fired for it. Uh, Lions, God, they they – they beat they forced, the Bears, they and they could have, and the Bears could have won left. that game. That's what's crazy. The Bears could have won that game. I know. Freaking um, Bears could have done it. But um, Bears six-game losing streak now. Kyler Murray. Well, look, I'll say this about him, man. While while he was having some success, and he's a shifty, you know, Carson or Russell Wilson Russ two point Um, I don't know if you guys watched the game or even watched the. I mean, really, the the his touchdown pass to the Rams. That sealed I didn't the game. watch that game because but, I was watching the Giants but he, game after I had turned I, off the charge. I don't think I've ever seen a little man load up a pass and throw it so aggressively for it to oh, fly run, for it to fly 15 yards in slow motion. So I mean, that was the slowest, fastest pass I've ever seen in my life. I will admit He's one got, thing. I definitely got talent. The one thing I have definitely started to see as a trend, um, is quarterbacks that are willing to make throws with a weird arm angle is going to be the new norm. And a lot yeah. of that is because of baseball, baseball backgrounds. Baseball yeah. is clearly the key to this. But I'm going to say the one thing, though, about Kyler Murray. Something just isn't 100% clicking right now. I, I don't know what it is with the, the team, but they definitely don't look like the same team we were talking about a couple weeks ago. Well, they're, yeah, they're not. They're clearly not. They're he's turning the ball over, you know, a little too regularly. He's the not offensive contr- line is making him scramble. I think he's been under too much pressure personally. Um, yeah, you mean like Carson Wentz? Maybe blocking the same, and he's not. For some reason, he's not able to recognize it the same way as he was, and he's coughing the ball over. It's just, I'm a little surprised. I'm not gonna lie, but you know, hey. Growing pains. He's still only year two. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, it's happened ever since they got that that loss. They got that overtime win against Seattle. It killed them. Yeah, that they haven't been the same since. Yeah, that overtime and, loss inflated them. And then they lost a close one to the Dolphins. They they narrowly beat the Bills by two, and then lost to the Seahawks. Lost to the Patriots. Lost, and, and their losses are getting bigger as the weeks go on. Yeah, they're so, not. They're not. Listen, there's certainly some trend. That's what I've learned is that teams are like really trending right now. Some teams are hot. Some teams are cold. It's yeah. I've it's like everybody. That, everybody that's very weak the week right now. Everyone that loaded up early in the season was on a roll, firing away all cylinders, 110 percent for the whole season. Is gas now, man. Well, I yeah, learned. Well, I mean, look at the Bears, five and one. Now they're five and seven. Well, you know what we learned about that? We can all say it as all football fanatics. Uh, that sometimes um, we forget that it's a 
albeit shorter marathon, but it's a marathon. We saw oh, yeah. that as a sprint. And I think yeah. a lot of teams felt that this year because with COVID or something, they're like, oh, we're starting hot. We're going to be able to maintain and cruise. And then all of a sudden, here you are, you know, six straight losses or five straight losses. So it's uh, NFL is getting interesting. There is definitely. I mean, we some... talked about it. We talked about it last week when we, yeah. when we were talking about the the Steelers having three games in in, in twelve days. We knew they were gonna. We said they were. We gonna knew they were gonna somewhere. lose one. We just yeah. didn't think it would be the second one in the series. So now yeah. you got to look at their matchup coming up and say, well, you know, what the hell is gonna happen here? Are they, you know, are they That's gonna right. rebound and 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 win against the the Bills? Who I hate to say, um, you know, are are starting to, to pick up their steam here. They're nine and three. I mean, they're, yeah. And they're playing they're moving. Good football. They, they, they can clinch up. They can clinch their playoffs spot by beating the Steelers this week. So yeah, I, I'll, it, it's I'll, interesting. I'll say this before we, before we make our picks and we preview the games that the NFL and it remains a very week to week league, whether you think a team is, is hot and playing well or not, it still comes down to, you don't know what you're really going to get on Sunday when it comes to, matchups and what players are going through with injuries or who goes down in the course of the game and all that stuff comes into play. And, uh, and I mean, it's, it's evident because you get Jekyll and Hyde performances from some teams. Now, some teams are, are on a roll, uh, like we said, and some teams are, are on the opposite of a roll. They're on a skid. Um, but it, it certainly is uh, Jekyll and Hyde. So uh, with that though, Let's um, let's get into this week 14. There's obviously crucial matchups as the uh, the playoff picture um, starts to, you know, get a little little tighter. Games mean a little more seating, who's clinching, all that stuff. So um, Thursday night's game, the Patriots against the Rams um, got Belichick versus McVay, obviously two great football uh, coaching minds and and various uh, very differentiating schemes in terms of offense. Um, you know, obviously I, I saw the Patriots in their ground and pound game. Um, I've seen the way that the Rams have played both offense and defense this year. Uh, the Rams are a five-point favorite at home. I, I um, As I was doing my homework for the show, I found an interesting stat that uh, Sean McVay in his time with the Rams, which is the only team he's ever been a head coach for is uh, if he has a lead at halftime is 34 and Oh, really? That's, yeah. that's impressive. 30, is... 34 and Oh, if the Rams have a lead at the half. So um, I don't know if they're going to have a lead, but I, I think that new England is a much more, um, slower paced slower to get going type of team and the rams are more capable of jumping out early um so for that sheer fact i think that the rams will jump out early and will have a lead at halftime and i will put my money on the odds that uh mcveigh goes to 35 and 0 so i'm taking the rams to beat the patriots on thursday night um i think you jinxed them and i think everybody else will jinx them because you know that's going to be brought up because that's a pretty impressive stat. Um, I actually think the slow pace to the Patriots is going to somehow help them in this game. Um, I think the Rams have a good offense, but I think Cam is clicking a little bit, and I hate to say it, but the the trouncing of the Chargers, I think, got that team to kind of like be like, okay, hold on, we can still play football. So I, I Well, the Rams' defense is going to be ready. I'm, oh, I think both teams are going to be ready to play. I think we're going to get a really good game on Thursday, to be honest. Um, I'm taking New England. So you're taking the Pats. I'm taking New England. 
Uh, what do you got, Alex? Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing for me, man. I, when I look at both these teams, right, the Rams are they're eight and four. They're, you know, they're clicking well. They've had a couple hiccups this season. They're, they're you know, they've been doing really well. Um, but then you go and look I mean, at the listen, New England the Patriots. Two of their four losses is to the Niners. So yeah, it's not like they're I mean, losing many games. I'm not really – look, I get, you know, the, the Patriots are starting to come up in their own, but I, I'm really not ready to, to crown them. I mean, they lost 18-12 to 12 to the Broncos. Then they went on and lost 33-6 to 6 to the friggin' 49ers. They lost to the Bills, who are a tough team to beat, so no surprise there. They barely beat the Jets. Um, and then they started clicking, right? They beat the Ravens, who were on a downtrend. Um, then they got beat by the Texans. And then they beat the Cardinals, who, again, are on a downtrend. And then we go and beat an injury-plagued, poorly coached team in the Chargers. I'm sorry. Um, and they win 45-0, mainly because of you know special teams and, and, and Cam Newton doing his stupid-ass Superman logo. So um, <laughs> for, for – for that alone, I've always hated that man. Like, shut, shut the hell up. You're not number one on the team. You're, you're. It's a team friggin' well, game. He, so he did it. But um, yeah. Um, look, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Rams here. I think this game's gonna be a lot closer than people are, are really giving it credit for. But I definitely think the Rams pull away and win this game Thursday night. All right, so Matt, you get a, you get a swing pick then, because we're all on board with the Rams, my dad included, and you got the Pats. So uh, quick thing, next game, I think. Yeah, you. One quick thing on that, I think New England's going to show that you can't go by what you've seen already from teams because this just the way that the season's gone, I, I truly think it's week to week, and you never know what you're getting from any one team. Now, we'll get into it yeah, about some other teams. I mean, you you can though because when you look at the rant, or you look at the Patriots, they're six and six, so well, obviously they're up and down. I, all no, season I agree. Long. I'm just yeah, saying from the standpoint. That, <laughs> I'm just saying from the standpoint that you were like, oh, I'm not ready to crown them as this. I don't think it. I don't think if they win that they're going to really do anything, but I think they have the capability of being able to beat a team like the Rams because it's an odd matchup. I think they win those weird odd matchup type crap. Dustin Tucker just shanked it. Did he really? God, man. And I have him in fantasy too. I'm not going to win this week at all, but still, that's just frustrating to see. Tucker, what are you doing? I know, well, man. He won't. He he might not miss many more though. So he's my all-time team, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, he should be missing. But uh, so next game on the slate, we've got uh, Cardinals going to uh, the Meadowlands to play the Giants. One team is hot. Giants have won four in a row. Cardinals are on a downtrend. Um, uh, here's here's my analysis of the game. I, I think that the Cardinals have a more explosive, greater potential offense. That's that's clear. I, I think they have the better quarterback in Kyler Murray. I think that better that's clear. Receivers. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you see, you know, so I, there's a lot that's very evident. But what I will say is that um, Kyler Murray is Russ 2.0. He's not Russ yet. And the Giants' D just went into Russ's kitchen and didn't let him cook. Um, <laughs> so I, I think, I think um, the Giants will um, take – Take Kyler Murray um, out to lunch and eat his lunch for him. Um, so with that being said, I'm going to take the Giants because I, I think the defense is starting to click now. It's early. Um, if they don't have Blake Martinez, their defense is in trouble. But if Martinez is back and Jones is back playing quarterback, I, I like the Gi- Giants' chances even further. If there's, no, if there's no Jones at QB and no Martinez at middle linebacker, then I think there could be some problems, but it's too early in the week right now to know for sure. So I'm going to go off of what team is playing better and what I've seen. 
I will take the Giants, although the Cardinals offense does scare me. But I'm taking the G-men. Yeah, I mean, look, the Cardinals, they, they, they're going to have a great offense, right? But their offense doesn't scare me more than, than the Seahawks did. And, and this isn't like, you know, arguing that one is better than the other because they're two completely different coach teams. That's right. I'm picking the, I'm picking the Giants. Um, I don't know what it is. They've got this spark about them right now. We were talking about it earlier. We talked about it earlier in the season, how, I mean, Jesus Christ, man, it's, it's 2020. Um, we're getting 07 vibes here. I mean, for Christ's sake, Andrew Thomas has been one of the lowest graded rookies all season long and was the best rated rookie of the season this week. So, um, you know, it, it's interesting to see uh, Cardinals do not have a run defense and that's where the giants are starting to excel. So I know they're going to try and lock that yeah. up. Um, but again, I, you know, I'm not really sure what's going on. I don't know if the team's just fully bought in and it's like, yo, Hey, we've got to do this, you know, for us. Um, you know, they're, I think they're going to pull out a, a win here. They're going to, you know, they're going to move to six and two out of their, their last eight games and, and, you know, really kind of put notice, put everybody else on notice. I, I'm not saying that they're going to, you know, win in the playoffs when they host a home game for being one in, you know, one in the NFC East, but um, they're these, these higher ranked teams, right? These teams that are really excelling, they're going to, they're going to present a challenge for them. They're not just going to say, you're not just going to come into, into the Meadowlands and be like, Hey buddy, uh, you're, you're going to win this game. Like, they're going to have to fight yeah, for it. It's not going to so. be the 49ers game. Yeah, and we've seen glimpses of that all season, right? The Giants have lost close games all season, so they're a much better team than their record shows, and I think that's just now starting to show up on paper. Yeah, well, I, they're, I think they're, they're playing better. Uh, I mean, we'll be clear. Daniel Jones hasn't been the reason that they've been winning, but they're, they're playing better as a unit, and the defense really is carrying them. I mean, top four, top four in the NFL right now in terms of, you know, defense, you know, points allowed. Leonard Williams in a contract year has eight and a half sacks right now. Yep. Yep. He's uh he's doing a he's doing a good job. Matt, I know you're gonna you, you take Ravens just got a pick all year, so I know you're gonna take the Giants here. So I just want to go on record to say that I was one of like five total Giants fans that didn't hate the Leonard Williams signing, and guess what? It's paying off. Knew the guy was gonna be well, at least for the, at least for this year it is, yeah. It's not for this year. He legitimately did it last year. It was just they were so bad that it was like you could triple team him and you didn't. Nah, he didn't have. He didn't have these. No, nah, he didn't do. Yeah, he didn't do shit last year. That's man. because they had nobody. Yeah. Else. He had one and a half sacks, bro. They had yeah. nobody else, and he came in halfway through the season in a crap defense. Now that's that's beside the point. The defense is clicking. I think you're getting oh. some great trades of 07 where literally Ooh, the defense Ravens. Good God. Yeah. Um. I, they just moved Lalos from the practice squad onto the uh, full 53-man roster, so he's earned a spot, rightfully so. That'll help if – Now, Joe Webb's on the practice squad to be the uh, the mock uh, Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson Basically. for the rest of the year. They're going to have to – look, yeah. the look. I'll tell you right now, the Ravens are making it look like they're a legit team right now. It's the um, – Offense is clicking, and, but Cowboys defense is terrible. The, the, Andy Dalton just threw a pick in the first play out. They dropped a 30-yard pass for a touchdown, so it's now – 13-10, about to be 14-10. Well, yeah. they're still so – Everybody's <laughs> got the Giants except my dad. My dad gets the Cardinals as the swing game. I'm going to um, punch your dad in the face. Yeah, so speaking of the Cowboys, <clears throat> though, um, they're the next game on our docket here. They play the Bengals. Um, I'll keep this one short and sweet. I don't think either team is good, but I just don't think the Bengals win another game without Joe Burrow, so I'm taking the Cowboys. <laughs> 
Now, Alex, yeah. I put you down for the Bengals because you were on record as saying you will not pick another NFC East team the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's that's your your abs. You're 100 correct, sir. Um, I'm probably going to lose the pickums because of that, but I'm I'm going Bengals. Um, I refuse to pick. I, I'm just not going to do it. I'm not. I, I'm not. No, fuck everybody else in the NFC. NFC go Giants. Matt, what do you got? Well, I hate you right now. <laughs> because you suck. <laughs> because I have, I swear on my life, Cincinnati written down for my pick. And I'm like, ooh, I oh, know so guys are taking the I know Alex, no matter what, is gonna pick Dallas in this game just because I think he's gonna talk crap about the Bengals because of no Joe Burrow. But no. I'm gonna tell you right now, guess what Dallas can't do? Score points. Guess what the Bengals can do? Play defense. Weirdly enough, the past couple weeks. So give me the Burrowless Bengals. All right, so you guys got the Bengals. Now, this next game, I already put um, uh, Alex down for the Broncos because he refuses to pick the Panthers. Uh, so we'll, Panthers. Lot of we'll skip, skip Alex. That, you, that's what you that, – We'll skip there. Alex. <laughs> Y'all got – you got keyed in for me. Easy game, picks. Uh, coming off a of bye week, so. so yep, what, that's what facts. What do you got, Matt? So you pick the Broncos. And I've been shitting on the Broncos all season, too, but I'm picking the Broncos. <laughs> You, did you say you have Carolina, Matt, you the Broncos or the Panthers? I couldn't hear. Yeah, I'm taking the Panthers coming off of a, uh, a bye week. I'm taking Carolina. They get Christian McCaffrey back. This is yep. going to be a really interesting week. I'm just going to throw that one out there. Like, really interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, absolutely. Listen, but neither of these teams are impressive. No, I mean, four and eight versus four and eight. Our pick is going to really solidify how far ahead you get ahead of us or not. Uh. Well, that's fine. Are you Drew taking Locke, Drew Locke in the Broncos? I think Drew Locke comes into Carolina and tells Carolina that Teddy Bridgewater is not good. So, I don't even know why that's like a question for you at this point, Steve. He's been riding Drew Locke's jockstrap he does, all he season. Long. I think he's good, man. He's, he's, he's got the lock jock, <laughs> dude. I think he's, I, I like he's Drew Locke, the lock man. jock on locks. I like the swagger. <laughs> we're, we're looking at two. We're looking at two four and eight teams, and he's in love with one of them. Yeah, hey, I man. know. Matt, we need to we need to fly we need to fly Blue Horseshoe to Vegas and just let him lay his car payment down on on uh, the Broncos. Good um, God! Next next game though four and eight Houston five and seven Bears. Um, one team has lost six in a row. That's Chicago. Uh, so because of that, I'm taking the Texans. I think Deshaun Watson can outscore Chicago. And Chicago just melts down, so they'll find a way to lose. I'm taking Houston. Yeah, this one was a little bit harder for me. I mean, I get the Browns are just – or not the Browns, excuse me. The Bears are, are at, a, at a, a huge, terrible slump right now. Um, they really are. They find – even when they score 30 points, they find yeah, ways Yeah, they still – you know, and that's what's that's what's crazy to me. Um, Houston is – I mean, they're, they're still scoring. I mean, it was a close game against the Browns. They yeah, beat they the battled Patriots. against the They Browns, beat the Lions. The Colts, yeah. Uh, you know, if it wasn't for Watson's fumble, honestly, I think they might have beat the Colts last week. Um, so I'm going to pick the Texans. I don't like the Texans, but I'm going to pick them over the bears. And I'm pretty sure Matt's picking them. I think pretty sure I'm pretty sure Matt is going to take the bears. Yeah. I got Matt locked in for the the monsters of the Midwest. That's his best. has been his picks all for the season. I'm getting your Carolina. His his bold prediction is that the bears make noise in the playoffs. (laughs) He he talks shit about me hating Carolina. He needs the bears to start making noise before the playoffs to get into the playoffs. Hey, yep. I'm aware. I weirdly enough, though, like I do have to me, I think this is the most justified Bears pick I've had in a couple weeks. Um, weirdly enough, I actually I mean, think it's they, a home game. I think they stopped the skin only because 
I think the Bears the, the defense skid. will still click. I think Deshaun Watson is the only the thing skid. Is losing skid. And I just don't think he's going to be able to do it on that Bears defense. So I think the Bears okay, so he, somehow squeak it out. It'll, it's going to be a right now, we're right. You got your Bears. We're right then. He picked the Bears. Now, yeah, now, Matt, the Bears. now, Matt, if the Bears lose this week, does that skid mark turn into swamp ass? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's. It turns it turns you got to throw the whole team stage. away at that point. I'll be honest, yeah. and I'll go on record to say this: if the Bears do not win this week, their season absolutely just beyond done. It's, there's no coming. Back. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, there's no coming back, and they're drafting a quarterback. Well, then, because then you're then you literally they hit that bottom point of where like okay, we're blowing up. Because then there's there's the team just cannot fight back from that. I think if they can squeak yeah. a win out, you may see a difference because I think Trubisky. Has been better than false. The defense is good. They just need to click at the same time. Yeah, they they're they're one of those teams that they can't get both sides at the same time. So we'll see how it goes. But um, next game is an in- interesting one. Um, I'm taking the more talented team with the best quarterback. I'm taking the Chiefs, but the the Dolphins I think will um, put up a fight uh, against Kansas City. Um, I just don't know if they're going to be as consistent on offense as the Chiefs will be. Um, the line is seven. I think the Dolphins hang tough, um, but I'm still going to pick the Chiefs to win. This one I could see, like, the Dolphins being uh, being around in this game to where it's, like, 27-23 Chiefs win. Uh, the spread is Chiefs minus seven. I think the Dolphins actually cover the seven, um, but I think the Chiefs win. So I'm taking the Chiefs. Yeah, it's kind of the same for me, man. I, I think we saw a blueprint last week in Denver with the Chiefs on, on how to limit the Cheetah. Um, yeah. That being said, I think the Dolphins have a much better defense than Denver. Uh, they're definitely going to cover the seven. I, th- I think that's an insulting line between the two teams, especially considering how well um, Miami's been playing this season. Um, they got nine wins. But, uh, again, it's hard to argue the Chiefs' offensive firepower, even losing um, – you know, Kelsey this year, or not Kelsey. Freaking, um... Yeah, Kelsey. Kelsey's playing there, big guy. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I'm, I'm losing my mind. I, it's because I had Kittle in fantasy. Um, it's all good. So you got the Chiefs, Matt. Yeah, I I'm picking you, the Chiefs though. I just the think they're gonna. Down there, yeah, but... you have to have the Dolphins. If you don't, your dad's gonna murder you. <laughs> well, t- sucks to be me, I guess. Um, I, I'm gonna say it. I said it when he got the start, and I'm gonna ride to it. I think the Dolphins' defense will keep them in this game, and I think they're going to make a game of it. I just don't think two is ready, and I've said it since day one when he got his start. I don't think he's an NFL yeah. quarterback yet. Um, he's making good passes, and he's making good reads, but he can't push the ball downfield. And Yeah, and let's face it. They were just okay against the Bengals I, I'm the, yeah. the, the offense is not good. Fitzpatrick, as crazy as it is for me to say this, he is a better offensive option for the Dolphins right now. Now, does that mean – And they still struggle to run the ball, which puts too much pressure on now, I think, throw it. Well, I think Gaskin back for now a second week. I think he had to get his legs back under him. I think Gaskin's yeah. going to have a big week, and I think the Dolphins are going to play. Like, I 100% agree with you guys. This will be a covered spread by the Dolphins. They're, they're going to lose this game maybe yeah. like a point. Like, it's going to come down to the wire. I, I think it'll be I think it'll be close, but Mahomes just makes too many that's, plays when the that's game That's what I was going to say. Look, they may slow down the Chiefs, and I think you're only going to get maybe a handful, a, 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 absolute most. And I'm talking, like, maybe two big explosive plays from the Chiefs because the Dolphins have yeah. that good of a defense. But 
Yeah, well, the Dolphins have to avoid a track. This will be one of those things where get going up and down the field quick. Look, I like Tua off the field. I think he's a great guy, so it's not talk crap about him. I think he's a, I think right. he's the, I think he's the guy for the Dolphins, just not yet. He's gonna probably get in a situation where it's gonna be like three minutes to go, and they're gonna try to find a way to drive down the field and be down by not much. And I just don't think he's gonna be able to do it. Yeah. All right. So we're all chalk then um, on the Chiefs. That's the first time. Uh, on our picks uh, for this week that were all chalk. Um, next one, Bucks, Vikings, uh, Bucks coming off a bye. Um, Vikings coming off a game they struggled to win in overtime against the Jaguars. Uh, because of that, I'm going to take Tampa to win this game. I just think Tampa will be prepared. And let's face it, the pressure is on Tampa to, to start making a run towards the playoffs. So because of that, I'm going to take Brady and the Bucks. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. I think the Bucks had a lot of focus on winning the division. Um, now that the Saints have done that, I think that pressure is kind of off, and they know they just got to fit into the playoffs to really – excuse yeah. me, I'm about to sneeze – have a shot. Um, that being said, you know, I, I do like the Vikings. I like the way that, um, that, you know, that they're playing right now. They did have a tough win against Jacksonville this week, so I, I'm not really sure what happened there. Uh, well, they but were again, out middle linebacker Eric Kendrick. Yeah, it, you know, yeah, and, you know, Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook and all of them. I mean, they're doing great things for the team. Yeah. Um, so again, uh, whew, I'm going to pick the Bucks just because of how bad they struggled against the Jags, who are one in ten. Um, one in eleven, sad cats. Well, yeah, yeah, now one in eleven. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go Bucks. All right, Matt, uh, you're a TB12 guy, so I, I, there's no <laughs> way you're taking the Vikings, right? I, I keep sneezing, man. Give me, give me TB12 all day. I think the Vikings are probably going to keep it somewhat interesting, but this is when you're going to see Tom Brady be Tom Brady. He's got some pressure to make sure he gets himself a good spot in playoffs to prove that he's not going to be, you know, um, mis- uh, like, you know, discredited. And uh, I think he's going to put on a little bit of a clinic because I just, the Vikings defense is what it should have been. And, I mean, look, I understand they were down. Uh, linebacker, but I mean the Jags kept that close. Their defense is yeah. I'm sorry. No. Yeah, no, we're, I'm, we're talking I'm about you. we're talking about Gronk, Evans. Good luck, Brown. Yeah, and yeah they'll, they'll have they'll have Rojo, Fournette. This, yeah. I they're, mean, they're, they're going against against a team with much more equipment to to do. Tampa will start so clicking even right. more because I think Tom Brady is going to get into that rhythm that we you catch his rhythm here. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we've all got the Bucks. It's a swing game for my dad as he's got his Vikings. Uh, this next game uh, should be pretty quick for all of us. Uh, Titans, uh, Jaguars, I'm taking the Titans. End of story. Uh, yeah. As much as it pains me. No, I'm kidding. Give me King Henry. I, I love the Jags, but screw that. <laughs> I love I love Derrick Henry. He's going to run all over him again. He's going to have like a 200-yard game as he usually does. Yeah, I, th- I think this is his breakout game. Now, I know they played tight in week two, but week two was a long time away. Yeah. So, um, Colts, Raiders. So, um, Raiders, well, hold on. listen, they fell flat on their face against the Falcons, and then they struggled with the Jets. So, there's no way. I, I-, I love it when the Raiders are an embarrassment. And right now, they have been, even though they won uh, this past week. I'm taking the Colts as simple as that. What were you going to say, by the way, Alex? Yeah. No, no, no. I'll, we'll get to this one. Now. I just, ooh, shanked it. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing for me, man. The, the Raiders almost lost to a winless team. So, uh, despite having Henry Ruggs and him being Which fast, is okay got... if it's like week two, but this is – Yeah, I, yeah, but there's no way in hell they should have been that, that close. Um, 
at all. And it, it's definitely not coaching. That's the problem. That's all I'm going to say there. So I, I'm going Colts and Rivers and Rivers loose ass arm. All right. What you got, Matt? I know you've liked Indy's D all year. I'm going to argue that I think Chucky has maybe hit a little bit of a sticky point in coaching. It's not hard to do when Derek Carr is your freaking quarterback. But Derek Carr's had some great games the past couple weeks. So I personally think the Raiders are just not equipped to be – I don't know. There's something about them that just – it's not – they have some pieces and they can run the ball, but it's just – I don't know. Um, Ironically, I think the Colts are going to be able to run the ball well. I think they're going to control the game. And they play D. I think Old Man Rivers needs to get some wins. Give me Indy. Yeah. And he's he's playing well, and their defense is a top five in the league. So we're all chalk on Colts. Um, this next one should be uh, a no-brainer. It's the perfect bounce-back game for Russ to cook. He's got a home game against the Jets. I'm taking Seattle. End of story. Yeah, listen, um, if if – if Russell Wilson doesn't have five touchdowns this game, I'm probably gonna lose my mind. Yeah, Listen, no, I, I made Russell's I made the judgment go. call. I made the judgment call despite picking the Seahawks last week in our pickups because I I didn't know how Colt McCoy was going to manage Agreed. the game. Well, I mean, of, listen, you had a, of putting you Russell right Wilson, call. you couldn't have foreseen that putting Russell Wilson on the bench. I did foresee it enough to know that I wasn't going to play Russell Wilson at fantasy. You did do that, yeah. But this so, week, Russ is cooking. He's making that jambalaya. Oh yeah, Extra no doubt. He's going back in the starting lineup. He, he needs to have he needs to have like three hundred fifty yards and five touchdowns. All right, so you got Seattle. It's You're gonna to pick Matt. the Jets. You're gonna pick the Jets. He's been hating on the Seahawks all year. Don't you do it, no, Matt. I... The Jets are destined for zero and sixteen. It's the goddamn Jets. <laughs> I am not taking the weird Jets pick like you did earlier there, big guy. I hey, that was a good was a good pick, man. They almost I won. personally don't think that Russ is gonna cook with five touchdowns, but that's, that's an insult. That's an insult, sir. It's not. There is something. <laughs> the Giants, the Giants have showed, no D coordinator now. They're not gonna know how to tackle. The I, I I agree that it's the Jets, but. I, you're gonna hate this. They're Alex. in full-on Trevor Lawrence mode. They have to be. You are gonna hate this, Alex. But I actually don't think DK Metcalf has a good game. Oh, who's I gonna will. cover DK? Yeah, who? I don't care. <laughs> All you gotta <laughs> do pull film from the Giants game. You can stop him. No, no you can't. can't. The Giants. Hit. The Giants' defense is number four in the freaking league. It the, was the how Jets are thirty-second. But it was how they approached it. You just. It doesn't matter. All you've got to do fourth best defense. You got the thirty second best defense against like the, the number seven able, offense. All you got to be able to do is contest the thirty yard pass every other play. You're just you're a, you're a you're a DK Metcalf hater. That's what it is. I like the guy. I just don't think he can do the, it. Like if every, the Jets use three guys to cover DK, then that's how they do it. I'm just telling that's you, that still I ain't going to be enough. I think Seattle is not good. I really truly said it, and I've been harsh on them all year. So I don't need, like it's not because the Giants beat them. I think eight and four teams not they're good. They're still going to win. They're going to beat the Jets because the Jets are eight and four teams not good. You're in this shit. Just eight and four teams. <laughs> An eight and four playoff team is not good, but fucking let me ride the Denver Broncos into heaven. Seattle is, they're a flawed team, a very flawed team. I don't, they're, well, there's no perfect team. I mean, even the Steelers are flawed and they were 11 yeah, but I want to talk. I want to talk about that for a second. Seattle's flawed is absolute hell. 
Let's look at the let's, let's look at the atrocity that is the NFC East right now. Okay, we have we know it. The Eagles, right? Same head coach, doing terrible. And then we look at the three other teams that are starting to find success. Hell, even even Dallas tonight is is having some success. I mean, they have a shanked kick, but um, they're starting to find their grooves with their new head coaches, and they're starting to come up on their okay. wins against tough teams. Okay. So. The NFC East, I think, is a little bit more competitive despite their atrocious What does that have to do with yeah. That they are a good team. No, they're not. I hate you. They were, well, we're going to find out if they're a good they, team if they make the playoffs and what they do in a playoff. Dude, they game, were like so the they, – we've all They got, are the definition of a team, in my opinion, that was hot early and Russ has not been the same since, like, what was it, week six? Their offense has been struggling as of late. They weren't great against Philly. They obviously weren't good against the Giants, but they shouldn't have. Like I said, this is They're a bounce back going game for the win. Seahawks against the. They're Jets. still going to win, yeah. but I actually think they end up winning it like on the ground. That's fine. Uh, Chris Carson could have a field day. We'll I see. Think Car- so next game, yeah, next game, uh, Falcons Chargers. I'm taking the Falcons because the Chargers ha- are not going to win another game as long as Anthony Lynn is their head coach. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I don't like picking against the Chargers too much because um, I do like the Chargers. Um, I think I feel bad for Herbert. He'll get through it, though. He's the link. I mean, he's going to be rookie of the year, so I don't feel that oh, bad. Oh, dude, dude is definitely locked in as being the next big name at quarterback. Lynn, I don't know what you did in the offseason, but you now are a absolutely awful coach. And Atlanta will find a way to get another win and not be as abysmal as we thought. Yeah, I mean, I, I've got the Falcons too. Um, I think they're just going to find a way to piss their fan base off and take that number five win and drop into like the number eleven or twelve pick this season. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, they're tied to Matt Ryan's super contract, the fourth largest contract given to a quarterback. So, um, yeah. You know, for for me, yeah. uh, you know, I'm going Falcons just because just because the the Anthony Lynn is coaching the the freaking Chargers. That that's, that's right. literally so, it, uh, the, all... if they fired Anthony Lynn this week, Chargers they're not going win. to. They already announced it. Yeah. I know, I know, no, they're, they're not going to. But I'm saying if they did, Chargers would win. Yeah, if they did, the Chargers would win. Um, my dad's the only one who's taking the Chargers, <laughs> so a swing game for him. Really? Uh, next game, yeah, he's taking the Chargers. Wow. Packers-Lions, this should be pretty uh, simple. I'm taking the Packers. Uh, Rodgers is uh, about to go on his run. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Did you did you guys watch them play this week? Yeah, they're, they're, they're ready to go on their Over. run. Uh, they got Aaron Jones in the ground game going again. Um, the Lions are not consistently good enough to, to keep pace. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it's it's simple. They've had a couple games this season where you're like, hey, what the hell's going on? And then, um, you know, last week Jalen Hurts somehow managed to, to score on them. But Aaron Rodgers, uh, pristine as usual, man, 25-34, 300 yards, three touchdowns. Aaron yep. Jones is on a freaking roll. Um, Devontae Adams is, is back in prime condition like we that were all hoping he would be. Uh, I just don't see him being able to stop it, man. Even if you're going to stop Devontae Adams – Aaron Jones is going to find a way to score on you, or Alan Lazard is going to find a way to score on you. It's just, right. it's just, it's how it's going to happen, man. They're 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 about to hit that hot streak, and God, I I hate I hate this fact because I know we're going to end up seeing them or the Seahawks in the playoffs. Yeah, 
Now, Matt, what do you got? I know that the Lions won a game without Matt Patricia, but where, where are you going here? Um, I mean, I don't. I'm not an anti-Detroit person like some people are. You are an anti-Green Bay person. No, I, I, I really don't have the issue as much as I used to with Aaron Rodgers. Um, I'm so confused. How? 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 McAfee. How? How are the how are the Packers he, he nine likes three? Rogers on the McAfee Bro, show. Pat McAfee has he, brought out a side of Rogers that I think we all desperately needed. I, I get that, not. but the, the Packers are nine and three, and you're calling them overrated. I was joking. The 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 friggin' Seahawks are eight and four, and you're saying that they I suck. I was joking about the Packers. Calm down. I I think the Packers, said, unfortunately, the Packers. like you said, for some reason, this is going to look because it. It happened in 07, and it happened in 2011. Somehow the Giants will end up playing the Packers yet again in the playoffs. I, we're, that's a whole other topic. We're not going into it, but I think Rodgers – I was going to say, don't count our eggs before they happen. No, I'm not. We're not going into it at all, but I think Rodgers continues playing good football. Detroit will probably make it interesting here and there just because I think there's some talent there. But Jones, I think, is going to be the big difference maker in this game. He's going to have a field day. Yeah. Well, next next game uh, on the slate should be a no-brainer for all of us. Uh, I'm taking the Saints to beat the Eagles. Ooh. I, know, I, know the Eagle, I know we found out today that the Eagles are benching Wentz and Hurts is starting, but all the more reason why the Saints are going to dominate this game. Saints have a top-five defense, have a top-five offense, even with Taysom Hill. Uh, shouldn't be a problem. Philly's a trash dumpster. I'm sorry. I don't care. Philly sucks. Real bad. Yeah. Taylor we, can skip, we can skip Alex because we know he's not taking an NFC. Yeah, team. I was about to say, do I? Even well, you were hesitating there um, about picking. It's, oh no, I don't. I don't. I mean, he said that they were going to just trounce no, them. I, I don't think that's the oh, case. Oh no, they will. But the, 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 the Eagles are absolutely. A... The, the only reason I don't think that's going to happen is because nobody knows how to game plan for Jalen Hurts. That's that's all I'm saying. Is rookies find well, the a way to have success? Because he's similar to Dude, Jason they Hill. do know how to game plan him. Jalen Hurts is nothing uh, special yet. Everybody's known how to game plan the Eagles because when Jalen Hurts comes in, it's a QB option. Now that Jalen Hurts is the starting quarterback, I don't think they're going to know how to game plan for him, dude. I say this every year, and you guys laugh at me and think I'm crazy, and then I'm right at the end of the damn season. Rookie quarterbacks have a tremendous amount of success because there's no freaking NFL game tape on them. Other than six plays, six plays all season. Well, excuse me, 12 now that he doubled his damn play count last week. Um, against Jalen Hurts, yeah, so you, again, you're not, you're, Saints you're are going to win. A... I'm not, I'm not arguing this at all. Saints are going to win. It's just not going to be that much of a dumpster no, fire for Phil. It will because the Saints are a. When you're a rookie quarterback getting put into the fire this late in the season, regardless of COVID or not, good defenses are not going to not be a good defense. I, I mean, I'm not saying so, that. It's definitely going to be baptism by fire. Get... It, it is. It's going to be baptism by fire, dude. But what I'm saying is, it's going to be a lot closer because of. The unknown. This will factor. not be the game that hurts. Plays well, he's going to get okay. absolutely. Okay, I, I can't. I, I look. If I'm wrong, I'll eat crow like I did for the Giants this week. But if I'm not, the I'm Saints are the only. The, the, the Saints' best thing is their defense. Yeah, they're a better, they're a better defensive team than offensive team so far. But uh, like I said, I just think that that's that's where the difference lies. It's not really yeah. hurts or wins. It's just how good the Saints are compared to how Billy bad cannot stop anybody. 
I, I mean, I get that, but you're going to see a team that actually wants to play for this quarterback. Why? Because he's the rookie, and all of a sudden, oh, oh my God, we have our dude. They've been calling for freaking Jalen Hurts to play. There's been rumors inside that locker room all season that players are more apt to play for freaking Jalen Hurts, which showed in his two freaking drives last week, than they are for Carson Wentz. That's because Jalen. Yeah, I can't, I can't figure it out the dynamic there in Philly, but it's not it's not yeah. good. But anyway, we so can... this next game, um, I've already got Alex Alex's pick penciled down, Washington and San Francisco. Alex has the Niners because he refuses yep. to pick NFC East team. Um, my dad's got the Redskins or, or Washington. Um, I'm actually taking Washington because I think their defense is good enough right now. And Alex Smith is actually playing well. And the rookie, Antonio Gibson, has a dozen touchdowns at running back. So I'm going to take Come Washington, back. even though Comeback I don't want player of the year. to win. Yeah. What do you got, Matt? I love that you forcefully are making Alex not be able to pick the team that is actually significantly better. I mean, that's fine. I have no problem with it. I said I, I, I'm on record <laughs> for saying it. I, I, I made that bed four weeks ago, so I'm laying in it. <laughs> well, and it's not like the 49ers can't win. No. Cover me in chocolate against, syrup and mini marshmallows, the, buddy, because I'm not going nowhere. Not against the football team, as we're going to, you know, the what the Fs or whatever we want to yeah. call them. The football team <laughs> plays the gold diggers. I mean, I'm sorry. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think Washington is going to actually probably put up a pretty good damn game against San Francisco. I just don't think – I think they finally hit that point where there's, like, a sticking point. They're not going to get much better. Um Mullins is surprisingly better than I think people gave him credit for. I like that. Mullins has got over three thousand yards in. He's honestly not bad, but I I said that at the beginning of the season. Yeah, you said that when they played the Giants. (laughs) No, no, nobody gives him credit. Yeah, we all kind of noticed that. We're like, oh, Mullins is actually decent. I just think the Washington defense is too good. Alex Smith is a legitimate winner. He's going to find a way to win. Washington's going to keep the division interesting because it's an absolute dumpster fire, and it's twenty twenty. So of course. It wouldn't be the NFC East if it doesn't come down to the yeah, last. Of course. Season. So that this is Washington keeping it interesting. Yeah. All right. So this next one, though, is the big one. Steelers coming off their first loss. Go to um, uh, Orchard Park to face the Bills. Uh, I like the way the Bills are playing football right now. I'm not impressed with the Steelers, even though they're 11-1. and one. I'm taking Josh Allen, and I'm circling the wagons. Yep. Yeah. I'll, I'm taking Bills. Hey. hey. You guys came over to the dark side. Circle the wagons. You know, coming over the yeah, dark no, side. I picked no the Bills a few times. Bills. I mean, they're, okay. they're good. They're a good football team. Uh, I picked the Bills to win their division. I am man, out of here. Calm down. But I, I'm offended. just not a believer in the way that the Steelers are playing football right now. They're, uh, they're struggling. They're, the lack of a consistent run game and the fact that the Steelers' offense is – a, I mean, Big Ben doesn't take the shots down the field like he used to. A lot of their short passing stuff um, is being game playing for right now. It's that's how Washington shut them down. Um, so I, I think that the Bills are able to do the same thing. So we'll, we'll see. But we've all got the Bills. Um, and then the last one is an AFC North battle: uh, Ravens and Browns. Um, we, I, I think the Browns are just believe it or not. They're playing good football right now, uh, and the Ravens are not. Um, so I'm going to take the Browns. Uh, you know, it's in Cleveland. Cleveland hates Baltimore because Baltimore used to be Cleveland. Um, the game matters because it's a division game. Uh, I'm going to take the Browns. 
Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, again, like I said, it looks like Baltimore is playing a lot better than they really are, but they're going against a terrible defense right now. Um, I'm picking the Browns just because, look, I'm picking the Browns. I don't, don't I have the Browns winning the division too, or do I have the Steelers and the Browns coming in second? No, you uh, let me uh, let me pull it up real quick. Uh, while you do, you've got. I'll keep mine pretty short while you do that. Um, I think regardless of what the Ravens do tonight, I you've got the Ravens winning the and Alex and, and Pittsburgh with the wild card. <laughs> I think you had the Browns Pittsburgh. at eight and eight. Yeah, it's one of your eight and eight teams among the like nineteen of them that you had. Um, <laughs> that was a good year to pick that for. Not really. Um, I think. Well, I mean, the, Brown, the Browns have nine wins right now, so they can't go eight and eight. <laughs> um, they're one of your teams that got eliminated. I think my boy uh, Nick Chubb's gonna have a great game. That's gonna be the difference maker. Yep, the Chubb, the Chubb train. That's that you might want to rephrase that. Um, Baker Mayfield's <laughs> gonna be able to. Oh, I coined uh, it last week. I'm keeping it. <laughs> uh, Baker Mayfield, I think, is gonna be able to continue some success just because the run game's gonna be that good. Uh, Baltimore, I'm sorry to say it, but. I, I don't believe in the – I mean, I know they're winning right now by a touchdown sorry, at, not, going into the half. I, they're I not just good. don't believe in them. Yeah, I don't believe they're in not them good. right now. Lamar Jackson, yeah. Ooh, not a quarterback. Baltimore got away with pass interference there. Lamar Jackson, uh, well, we're all chalk on the Browns. Their defense is starting to get what, suspect. I'll tell you what, though, this is, a, this is going to be yeah, one of those weeks Danny when it Dalton comes took to a hit. where there's a, lot of, uh, there's a lot of difference. Usually we're, we're much more aligned, but there's a lot of differences. So this week will be a good week. Um, as always, though, it's going to be a great week of football. There's a lot of big games. Um, you know, we'll be watching. Uh, we'll be following closely um, with what you, each and every one. So, um, you know, once again, football football is king, and and uh, we'll be we'll be watching just along with uh, the rest of you listeners. So, uh, another good show again tonight, boys. Yeah, good, definitely a good one. Yes, sir. So. Um, for, for Matt and Alex and myself, it's been another episode of Pound the Pigskin where it's all football all the time, and we'll see you next week.